Agency Click presents Everything Film with Film Robot, filmrobot.com, agencyclick.com. Joe Leary, along with Patrick Shelton, who is the founder of Agency Click, broadcasting from Browns at the Queen Elizabeth Theater. Plaza on BNN Bloomberg, Radio 1410 AM, 103.5 FM, HD3. Well, it's time to say hello to my longtime friend, champion of film, uh, Mr. Jim Gordon, who, of course, has been in the industry for a long time. Movie critic for a number of years and accredited movie critic. And again, because everybody can be a critic. We all criticize film and television production. But not everybody's paid to do it. (laughs) That's that's (laughs) That's kind of one of the perks of the job. Becoming less and less paid to do it. You know, I remember years ago, and I'm I'm just going to pull a number out of my my head here. I want to say it's like 1973. They shot a film called McCabe and Mrs. Miller in Vancouver starring Warren Beatty. And they buzz around the town because, oh my God, a major celebrity is filming a movie in Vancouver. Now, granted, Vancouver didn't play Vancouver. I think Vancouver played Seattle or Portland or New York or whatever. But um, one doesn't realize that the the film industry has been around and thriving a long time, but it's only gotten more and more vibrant. I think you're right. I I think of that movie, I think of uh, Carnal Knowledge, which was shot here around the same time. Tons and tons of movies. Of course, the last 20 years, it's just exploded with TV and film and everything. But you're right. Rarely does Vancouver play Vancouver. Well, it's, <laughs> I guess it's kind of a compliment to think that we're in the conversation. And yeah. maybe one day there won't be that bias. I don't, know if a, I don't know if a major production has actually identified Vancouver, other than, say, things like Da Vinci's Inquest and yeah. Intelligence, which are very much based out of, out yeah. of British Columbia. But it's funny because you can see Gotham City-type uh, <laughs> events staged on Burrard Street. And, of course, it's per- playing New York City. Yeah, that's right. But it's, just, it's amazing to think that so many people have made so much from, from an industry that uh, I don't think it gets its due. And I think that's what we're trying to do with our show here is to showcase that there's, there's a lot going on in this town. Uh, there is, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited and encouraged to see it slowly, safely, cautiously coming back. I ran into a, a, a producer friend on the street the other day that does uh, a lot of movies, and he was saying the big challenge now is getting the quarantine factor worked out, that these actors can come up from L.A., and he's got a number of projects on the go, but he just said it's it's working out the quarantine thing. Can we afford to put them up for two weeks where they can't leave? Do the actors want to do that for two weeks? I mean, got to follow the rules. It's all for our benefit, but that's a challenge. But I think, I don't know. Uh, you and I have talked about this many times, Joe. I, I don't know where we'll be, say, eight months from now, six months from now, but uh, we certainly are one of the major uh, stopping points for making film and TV in, in, in this world of ours. Well, I guess, again, we're living in a new reality, and, and with each coming day and week, we, we learn to adapt to how it's going to be. And let's face it, this ain't going away anytime no, soon. It's going to no. be it's gonna be like this for a long time. Yeah. But production has to resume, and it has. Uh, I know that there's challenges filming love scenes Yeah. because you, know, you can't have two complete strangers making out uh, that haven't been together uh, and then they have to be separated, and, and the cast has to, or the crew has to be, you know, sort of secluded as well. So there are challenges. But anyway, let's let's talk about some films because that's that's what you know best. Yeah, I, I tell you what, it's it's. I'm certainly not reviewing the the amount of films I was doing uh, for a, a number of decades. But uh, what's interesting is that theaters are just have been just opening again slowly, cautiously. But it's the the good part of it is that there's it's allowed for other venues and options in terms of watching uh, movies, sure. be it VOD or Netflix. There's a million of them. So um, I know this is a subject that you could talk about for many hours, and you and I certainly have over over drinks. My first movie uh, came out on September 1st, uh, streaming. It's called Unfit, The Psychology of Donald Trump. Joe, comments at all? (laughs) Uh, What what else do you have on the list? (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, listen, I, yeah. I, I, well, we're not here to talk politics, but it's interesting because you don't really learn anything new in this film. But when you see it all compacted into about 90 minutes, it's, you kind of go, yeah. And they've got a number of psychologists on, and the term malignant narcissist <laughs> comes up a number of times. Interesting film, of course, the, the election is only uh, about a month and a half away, yeah. but um, still an interesting documentary, as was the Netflix uh, documentary on him. But I'm curious to know, and again, there, there, I think there's Trump overkill. Yes. I, I mean, there's no shortage of Trumpness every day no. of our lives. True. But is that drawing people in, or is that turning people off? Like, do, do you know if, if these show these types of shows are are they ratings winners? Are they gold, or are they just think? Eh, again, I think, I think he's it's he, he's very it's, you know it's obvious to say, but he's very polarizing. Yeah. You know, when you see a documentary like this, his base are going to say, oh, it's right. more of that garbage fake news. Sure. Uh, people that aren't in his camp are right. going to say more proof. Yeah, but it, it is it is utter, just remarkable to see this documentary. As I said, you're seeing everything you've seen every day on cable news. And but this is called Unfit: Un- The Psychology <laughs> of Donald Trump. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay. Moving right along. Moving along to something more exciting. Yeah. Um, Joe, I would say this is probably, arguably, in my uh, history of watching TV, the best police procedural drama I have ever Ooh, seen. Okay, do tell. It is out of uh, it is out of London, BBC production called Line of Duty. I am coming to this late. My buddy uh, Neil, who was over at the bar throwing back drinks, was bugging me for months to watch it because he had watched it earlier on BBC. And I said, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. This is the uh, five seasons I've seen so far. And like most British programming, and you're seeing more of that here, each season's like four episodes, five episodes. You can really binge on this over the weekend. But this is the story of AC-12, which is a police anti-corruption unit, or their version of Internal Affairs. This series, Line of Duty, just grabs you from the moment it starts. Uh, get Try to adapt to the accents. They can be a little difficult at times, but... I was going to say, Jim, you, you know I'm a longtime fan of Coronation Street. Yeah, and yeah. I, I watch with captioning on. Because yeah. there's, there's so many distinctly different accents in that show that I just I can't get what yeah, they've said, no. rather than keep rewinding and, re- and repeating. But um, I, I, this is what was only my concern when you said that, because it being a British drama, um, as again, if you can't understand some of the dialogue, at least you can capture. Oh yeah, right. yeah. Uh, it's it's by a guy Line named of Duty. Uh, Line of Duty. It's by a guy named Jed Mercurio, who yep. also did a great series in between seasons of the show called The Bodyguard, which was an Emmy winner for Best Actor a few years back. So, uh, Line of Duty, five seasons on Netflix. Okay. It's also on um, acorn.tv. Again, if you love British programming, acorn.tv and also uh, BritBox. Is it, you know, is it hard-hitting? Is it graphic? It, is hard-hitting. It? It's, it's, it's nothing against um, uh, the Dick Wolf yeah. franchises, yeah. Uh, Law and & Order and everything like that. This just is, it's stressful watching, and I mean that in a good way, but it's five seasons. I did not put it down okay. uh, I'll, I'll, over a weekend. A line of duty, available take, now. Take that under okay. advisement. Um, Joe, you've been in radio a long time. Uh, this is uh, now available on VOD. Uh, I'd forgotten how popular and huge of a star this woman was. New movie out called I Am Woman. New bio on Helen Reddy. Helen Reddy, I was going to say. Well, you, you, were, you would have been yeah. playing her stuff, yeah. right, back in the day when you first I started? I Am Woman, hear me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, too, too hard to ignore. Yeah, I was, uh, I was not a big Helen Reddy fan. Wasn't it Camp Reddy? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she, um, she, she rocketed up the charts. No I'm question. thinking I Am Woman, which, of course, went on to become the uh, ERA yeah. national anthem. But yeah. also, yeah. I just as the movie was continuing, I forgot about all the great hits she had. Yeah. Angie Baby, yeah. uh, Delta yeah. Dawn. Anyway, it's a great story about her. As I said, I was a kid when she was at her peak. I'd forgotten how, how well-known and loved she was, but it's a great story. Another Australian movie. The Aussies are really making good films. Uh, available on uh, VOD, uh, starring Tilda Cobham Hervey, 
uh, a newcomer from, I guess, to our shores. But right. anyway, we're seeing I Am Woman available on VOD. So many great movies, Joe, as I said, that aren't in theaters. Now, I'm curious because uh, why do we need the Helen Reddy story? Like, is yeah. there a story there? Uh, there is a good story. story? She's, she's got a good story. It's, okay. it's, you know, the unknown becoming the star. Yeah. I don't know how many times you can see this. Uh, it was in the Judy Garland movie with Renee Zellweger a couple years ago. Just the woman putting all her financial trust and faith. Yeah. In the husband, who helps her a bit, who, but then... And all of a sudden leaves town. And, and it's uh, all gone. Money's so, all gone. Yeah. Uh, she yeah. suffered uh, financial, major financial setbacks in the mid-80s. Yeah. But uh, it's a great story. As I said, I was never a huge fan either. But just sitting watching, going, God, I remember how big... She had her own you variety know, show. But uh, you know what's funny, James, is that I remember a day early on in my disc jockey career when we were playing a song called Black Betty by Ram Jam. Yeah. And the next song on the charts was <laughs> I Am Woman by Helen Ray. That's how diverse radio was back in <laughs> right, that time. Yeah. So for this middle-aged woman, or yeah. I guess that, that back in the day, Probably like a thirty-something woman, She's early thirties, yeah. to to be up there on the on the rock and roll charts, and yeah. she was not a rock and roll oh by no means woman no. at all, no. But she held her own. Um, it's funny because it's become a cliche, but it, you see these in all these biographies where some musical idiot will say, "Oh yeah, there's just no room for your type of music, Helen." I'm sorry, it's rides, it's Zeppelin, it's uh, you know that kind of thing. It's, and that, there she is. She's right there at the beginning of, of that, that valley with that folk, California folk, um, mm-hmm. Eagles, Joni yep. Mitchell, yep. all that stuff. Yep. So that helped a lot. But, uh, but yeah. it's, it's funny because I heard just today, I heard, I did not know this prior, Lauren Michaels turned down Jim Carrey for SNL. Wow. Lauren yeah. Michaels took a pass on Jim Carrey. Yep. And yet he, I think he signed Jimmy Fallon instead to the cast. Now, you could argue, but look at the star value of, yeah. a, of a Jim Carrey today. What didn't Lauren Michaels see? He's discovered some... You know, good point. Because he ended yeah. up on uh, Living Color. He did. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I've always been hit and miss with him. I've always liked him. When, if you're a director who can put a, like handcuffs on him right. and reel him in, he's a very good actor. Right. But he is a little too Jerry Lewis for me. To well, honest, he, you, know, he, uh, uh, you and I are on in, in sync on that. But all I'm saying is that if he's in the in the room and there's other people there and they're laughing at Jim Carrey, I might be the odd man out going, "Well, okay, you yeah. guys think he's funny. I don't." But I just thought that every once in a while you you sort of take a miss on something that you look back in retrospect and think, "What was I thinking?" Oh, I think that was like the example you used of that guy who probably died very angry and sad that said the Beatles. No, yeah, no, yeah. no, we don't yeah. have time. Guitar, guitar bands are on their way out. <laughs> All the way to the top. Anyway, buddy, that's uh, that's about uh, it for movies. Right. Um, as I said, look, uh, there's so much great stuff. I really am enjoying this Acorn TV uh, and BritBox, which are, if you're a Brit fan, I know we have a lot of uh, British fans of British programming out there, and you're one of them, as, yeah. as am I. Uh, these are great uh, pay, about eight, ten bucks a month, but worth checking out. Well, I'm certainly going to check out Line of Duty because, again, I, I'm, I'm into gritty reality type of, uh, you know, hard-hitting this is it. crime dramas. And, and again, uh, because it's British, I'm going to guess that the language might be a little not family-friendly. It's it, it, Again, it's amazing. Like, I give great credit to what Dick Wolf has done with his Law & Order series over the year. And they're hard-hitting, right. especially the um, one with uh, uh, Marissa, uh, Marika, what's your name? Marissa, Marissa Hargitay. Hargitay, yeah. Yes. Um, but, yeah, this is just another level. As I said, it's stressful watching it, but that's a good, good kind of stressful. So, Jim Gordon, always a pleasure, sir. Thank and you. we uh, we look forward to your input on future shows as Agency Click presents Everything Film with Film Robot, filmrobot.com. You got it on BNN Bloomberg Radio, 1410 AM, 1035 FM, HD3.